0: Somebody say, I won't quit. Some of y'all right now have divorce papers ready for your marriage. I feel this so strongly right now. But the reason y'all are getting a divorce is because neither of you actually tried. It's been lazy faith. You've been praying prayers. I hear this by the spirit. You've been praying prayers. God fixed them. But today in this message, I believe that somebody's hearing this message and they're going to realize that it's not in God fixing them. It's in you doing the work for God to fix you. And there's going to be something. I need somebody to just believe with me right now because God wants marriages to work. I believe that relationships are being restored in this moment. I feel the presence of God in this place. I believe that people are going to go back and say, we got to get this all real effort now. We're not going to walk in lazy faith. One attempt is not okay. We won't quit. Somebody say, I won't quit. I feel the presence of God in this place. Crazy faith won't quit. And so these dudes get here. There's a crowd. And the crowd's telling them to quit. But look what happens in verse 19. So they went up to the roof. And took off some tiles. Hold up. I got tons of questions. They walk up to the scene. Y'all fool? We can't get in. You sure? That's my cousin Reggie right there. Reggie! Y'all know how y'all do If y'all see a family member or a friend anywhere. We can't get in? Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Romy. So we about to do something a little different. Um, Are you afraid of heights? (laughs) because we're about to uh, go on the roof and take some tiles off of somebody else's house. Lazy Faith, write this down, won't rip off the roof. Lazy Faith says, the doctors gave me a report and I guess, you know, they gave me three years to live. Four, if I do these things, and that's the only way it can happen. See, rip the roof off. Faith knows that what everybody else thinks is the only way it can happen. That there's always another way. Somebody say another way. I feel this. Way. These dudes looked at the door and the windows and said, "Ain't no way we can get in there." But they said, "I have to rip the roof off anointing right now." We gonna figure out a way to get on top of this roof where nobody else is. See, See, there comes a faith that you might be the first one to step out and do something. There may be a faith that they tell you you should stay in a converted grocery store, but God called you to be the first to go into an arena. You need to know that there was nobody else on the roof, but they had the faith to everybody say, rip the roof off. In your life, your life. Ah! what have you considered? There is no way. And God's saying, "There's still the roof." Wow. Wow. There ain't no way me and my dad's relationship will be healed. There's still the roof. That means I would have to apologize. That means, that means I would have to drive there because I know he ain't coming here. And he said, you you said there was no way, but there's still the. (laughs) See, lazy faith, some of y'all are right there in it right now. Like your lazy faith is being exposed right now because you're thinking of your situation. You say it shouldn't take all that. But there is no way that this man is going to be healed unless they have the faith to do something that has not been done. And this is why I'm asking everybody to reevaluate your why. Because your why has to be worth it. When they were about to give up, they kept looking at their paralyzed friends and say, This may be his own opportunity. So I'm going to rip the roof off for him. And some of you, you've had the wrong why. You work for money, that's the wrong why. And that's why when God asks you to step out in faith, you can't do it because your are wise, not strong enough <laughs> to believe. So every time you look at it, you just go for the better promotion and all this. And God said, I wanted you to be a business owner, but you want to work for people all your life because you don't have the faith to trust me. And so we'll keep it right here. And you say, well, God, why am I so broke all the time? Because you still have not gone to the roof. And, and, and today, I want you to know as we sit in this arena, we didn't, we didn't want this arena so that we could just have a big church. It's because we knew Transformation Church was a rip-the-roof rip type of church that we needed a place big enough for people to come and families to come to be able to be transformed in Christ. That's why today I take time to thank and honor every person who gives at Transformation Church, because when you give here, you're helping whip the roof off for somebody else. You don't hear me, every volunteer out in the parking lot and out in the children's ministry and out in there, they're ripping the roof off for generations to be changed. Everybody who comes to prayer on Monday night and you pray over all these seats, you are making a way for the real roof to be ripped off of people's lives. And This is where God wants all of us to be. See, see, see let, let me help you. Lazy faith won't rip the roof off, but crazy faith says, hand me the hammer. Like that's, that's, that's the season I'm in right now. They told me there's no way we can do it. Hand me the hammer. God's going to give me some type of crazy instruction that nobody else will do, but I will. Do I got anybody in here who's tired of being on the ground when your miracle's so close to you? No, I need you to hear me right now. And, and, And something's rising up on the inside of you. The faith that'll rip the roof off. Somebody say, rip the roof. the spirit of Thor coming over me in the name of somebody about to hand me a hammer put that picture on the screen this is what I feel like in my spirit right now I need everybody to see the, the avatar of what I feel like that's what I feel like right now hand me the hammer but is there about 500 people that have crazy faith to believe that there's another way can do this he's gonna rip the roof off of your situation rip the roof off of every limitation he's gonna rip the roof off I don't know but that's how I feel right now y'all feel me I feel that so so look what happens so so they they start taking tiles off and ripping the roof off now I need you to realize this wasn't their house So they didn't get permission to rip the roof off. So they knew it was going to cost them. At the moment they started believing in that type of faith, they were willing to pay the price of what it took to rip the roof off and pull their friend down. They did not have lazy faith, they were willing to work. And this is the thing I want you to see because there's a lot the Bible don't say. So what I'm asking everybody to do is read your Bible all the time because your faith grows by hearing the word of God. But, but what ends up happening is I want you to also read what the Bible don't say. I'm gonna teach you how to do this right now. It said, then they lowered the sick man, next verse. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. There is so much stuff there that we did not talk about. Like, How did they get through the crowd? Where did they find the ladder? Put the house on that Jesus was in. Because they need to see this. They don't don't understand this right now. (laughs) To me, in my holy imagination, this is what it looked... Oh, y'all mad because it's a trap house? But in my mind, this is where Jesus would hang out in places where nobody else wanted him to be. Uh thought he came for those who were sick and hurt y'all some fake religious Christian but if Jesus was here he would be holding revivals in the trap house <laughs> somebody's like Sally the trap house what is that like a mouse trap? like what but I imagine this is the scene and they bring their paralyzed friend up to him bro, we're going to go on the roof. Uh, Hold on one second. Okay. No, that's not going to work. So we got to find a way to get up there. We got to climb the ladder with a paralyzed man on a mat. Some of y'all can't climb stairs with your newborn baby this is a full grown man on a mat. And I just want you to see all the things we didn't talk about. Then it said they lowered him. They lowered him in front of chief. They didn't come there with a rope. They didn't come prepared to create a pulley system to lower their friend in. They might have. Took off their robes and tied them together and made some boy scout. Like we don't know what they did to be able to do it, but they lowered him. I'm glad I wasn't in the group because if I was in the group, I'd be like, "Just drop him." He already paralyzed. <laughs> and what's the worst that could happen? We believe him for his healing, Jesus. That fool would have just—he would have fell. Front of Jesus would be like my bad. <laughs> you know he was heavy getting up that ladder. I've been like, a fool, like get your healing. Thank God I wasn't in this story. <laughs> Lord forgive me. But I, I want you I want you to see. want you to see how much stuff we didn't talk about it said they lowered him and so that means they had to work together and communicate and then look at the last detail it says they lowered him right in front of Jesus that means they didn't just start hammering anywhere on the roof they didn't just start making decisions I'm about to do it They, they investigated where's Jesus it's Jesus in this relationship Is Jesus in this shop. They they investigated. Do I sense Jesus? Do I feel Jesus? Do I see Jesus? Ah. And they said, this is the spot where Jesus is. So we're going to rip the roof off right here. Hand me the hammer. And they lowered him right in front of Jesus. This is what I want to help somebody know who has lazy faith. Lazy faith won't figure it out. We don't talk about the mystery of God enough in church. We want the certainty of God. We want God to give us, if the steps of a righteous man are order, give me the orders, Lord. And I will not move until I get an order, aye aye, sir. But these dudes had faith enough to be able to work and figure out the in-between. And some of you are sitting in this room so lazy because you're saying, well, God hasn't told me anything. Well, God, and this is the moment where you have to figure it out. They don't mention what they did to get up there. It could have been ugly. It could have been them one dude holding on top of each other and somebody on his head and them creating a pulley system to get everybody up in it. So we, it could have took, took them hours. We read it like it just happened in a moment. We read it like it was like, and then they just hopped up on the roof. But the fact is they got to the place that they needed to be to rip off the roof and figured out how to get their friend right in front of Jesus. Lazy faith won't figure it out, but crazy faith can't settle. Some of you, there's a righteous like frustration that God is bringing in you for situations and things that are going in your life. Like this ain't it. This can't be it. And what that is is your crazy faith starting to rise up and say, I can't settle. Somebody say, I can't settle. And some of you have been so lazy that say, hey, this is, I guess this is what God has for me. And there's something in you that's starting to get a fire as we go through the series and say, I can't settle. Somebody, one more person say, I can't settle. These men had crazy faith. But they had the same opportunity to have lazy faith. Obstacle after obstacle. Trial after trial. Not having all the directions and all the instructions, but they had to figure it out. And then one last thing happened that messed me up. Because you need to know that God wants to work in you and give you the power to do what he's called you to do. Look at Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. Probably my favorite scripture in all the Bible. It says, for God is working in you giving you both the desire, another translation says, the will and the power to do what pleases him. I believe those guys had inspiration from God to figure out how to get on the roof. And nobody else around, all the crowds, they didn't have the wisdom. But these dudes said, God, you see our broken, paralyzed, distraught situation? Our why is bigger than what we feel right now. So we're going to have crazy faith to believe that you can do something. And they started moving in it. And then verse 20, the craziest thing happens. Look at it. It says, Jesus, he probably got some like dust particles like falling on his head. And he was trying to like play it off like, oh, my God. (laughs) But God, me, I say, like, what are y'all look what it says seeing their what is that word faith. whose faith? faith who are they verse 18 gives us the slightest clue to who they are some men they have no names wow, they have no titles They aren't the pastor of the church. They aren't the CEO of the company. Jesus seeing their faith. It made him active. (sighs) See, active faith makes Jesus active. He said, now, hold up. Now, I know ain't no ladder out there. Y'all just lowered this man right here in front of me like that. Y'all know I'm giving my, this is a good talk. But y'all, y'all faith interrupted me. What happens when you have a faith that interrupts what God was already doing? And makes him say like, I could go past this, but I got to pay attention to this type of faith. And they had no names. And it said some men. Ah, He said, because of your faith, their faith turned Jesus' attention to the young man. And he said, young man. Hey, all your sins, they're forgiven. He ain't not say no sinner's prayer. He didn't make him confess what he did. He said in the atmosphere of faith, I can take stuff that looks completely paralyzed and bring it into a brand new place of transformation. Now look at it. I want you to hear me. I want you to say this. And please, we're only going to be in here just a few more minutes. Please don't distract people by leaving in this moment. Okay? Lazy faith wants credit for the effort they put out. The way you know somebody's lazy in their efforts is they want to make sure they get credit for it. Like, if it was some of us, we'd be like, hey, y'all putting this story in the Bible, right? Like, I put my name in there. My name is Jairus Jerome Jenkins. I need to be right there next to Paul, Samuel, even Barnabas. Like, get me in the book. The Bible says some men. Because lazy faith gets once credit for their effort. But let me tell you about crazy faith. Crazy faith gets credit in eternity. Like the things God's going to call you to do won't be seen on this side of heaven. And that's why Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work. Everybody say work. Work at it with your whole heart as working for the Lord. Not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. So many people in this room right now like those men. Who have an opportunity today, tomorrow. To either lean into crazy faith or lazy faith. And today... Those are the two natures that are fighting you every day. I remember this poem that really impacted me. It says, two natures beat within my chest. One is foul and one is blessed. One I love and one I hate. The one I feed will dominate. And I'm asking you, the Bible clearly tells us we all have a side of us that's eager to do what God's called us to do. And then we have that other side of us that's lazy as an old dog sitting by fire. And my question is, what are you going to feed this week? How are you going to feed your faith? Are you going to give yourself an excuse not to read your word or put your marriage first or spend time with your kids or finish the assignment, keep to the word that you told people you were going to do? are you going to say, you know what, I got to step over into this crazy, I got to have that rip the roof off faith. I got to have that faith that looks at crowds and obstacles and say, God's still calling me past this point right here. Well, pastor, how do we do that? We know faith comes by hearing. And hearing what? The word of God. (laughs) This whole series is taking you back to the thing that will build your faith. And that's the word of God. Next week, I'm going to finish this story. It's going to be lazy faith part two. And you do not want to miss this because the next part of this is about to take the wig off of you. (laughs) But today I want to pause right here and I want us to close our eyes right in this place right now. Come on, close your eyes, take a moment for yourself. And I want you to figure out, I want you to choose right now how you're going to feed your faith. I know the doctor's report was bad I know this was a bad week for your marriage. I know this was a frustrating time with your children. I I know the report came back and it didn't seem good. But in this place, I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray that God would activate you to have the faith, to not be detoured by the crowd, to pick up the broken things and bring them to him, to find a way to figure out what's not working and get to the roof so you can rip it off. I'm I'm praying that you'd have the humility to not want credit for everything that God's going to do right now, but know that some things he's going to ask you to do and you're not going to see it until you get in his presence face to face. Father, I thank you for this church. If you know that you need to switch over from lazy faith to crazy faith in an area of your life, would you please just lift your hands all over this room online right now? I want you to lift your hands. I'm about to pray for you. Father, you see your children. And I thank you that right now in this place, in your presence, Father, that you are moving us from a place that has been unwilling to use our energy and effort. And you're moving us into a place that will work. Faith without works is dead, is what James tells us, Father. And today, we're asking you to move us and give us the grace to do the work, the prophetic work, that will bring forth the prophetic word. Thank you that every marriage, and every family, And every business and every heart and every mind would not be stuck in lazy faith. But today I command under the power of God that we would move into crazy faith. We break every chain of generational habits that have made us be the way that we are. And we step into the new creation that you called us to be in Christ Jesus. This week we will hear the word and it will transform us from the inside out. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we agree. Hey, listen, right there, stay in that same posture. There's people in here who have never accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And I need everybody to just stay still for one second because this is why our church exists. If you're in this room and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, today, I want to give you that opportunity. It's the thing that took me from a liar, a cheater, somebody who was addicted to pornography, and it did not make me a perfect man, but it made me a progressing man. Today, I want to give you chance to walk in crazy faith. Well, I've never seen God. I don't know if he's real. You haven't seen wind or Wi-Fi either, but you know it's real. And today in this place, the presence of God is here to heal you. If you're in this room, we're about to pray. And you're saying, Pastor Mike, I want to make Jesus Christ my personal Lord and Savior. Don't worry about your friend, your neighbor, your girlfriend, anybody you came with. Today, tomorrow is not promised. Today is the day of salvation. If you're in this room or watching online and you're saying, this this is for me, I wanna step into crazy faith. This is gonna be my rip the roof off faith. My friend invited me and invited me and invited me and now I'm in the presence of God and God's saying, here's your moment to get healed. Here's your moment to be transformed, if that's you. On the count of three, I just want you to lift your hands and you're saying, yeah, I wanna do that, Pastor Mike. I wanna give my life to Christ or I wanna rededicate my life to Christ. There's hands going up already, one, two, three. Come on, there's hands all over this building. Come on, I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you. Okay, you can put your hands down. Would everybody just bow your head and close your eyes right now? Because we're a family at Transformation Church. We're a big family at Transformation Church. But nobody prays alone. And just repeat this prayer after me together. Say, Father, thank you for sending Jesus to rip the roof off for me. Today, I give you my life change me, transform me. I'm yours. I believe you lived and you died just for me. And today I give you my life in Jesus name. Amen.